You're tuned into Building a Greener Idaho, your weekly community conversation here on Radio Boise at the intersection of people, planet, and profit. I'm your host this week, Remington Byer. And today's topic is when you think about growth and increased population here in the Treasure Valley, one of the things that will come to a resident's mind is likely traffic. On today's show, roads, traffic, construction, and other fun topics every driver loves, We've got a panel of guests to clue us in to all things roads and the way that the valley is continuing to grow. I'm joined in the studio today with Matt Stahl, Executive Director of the Community Planning Association of Southern Idaho Compass, and Vince Trimboli Trimboli from the Idaho Transportation Department, and Craig Quintana from the Ada County Highway District. Welcome to Building a Greener Idaho, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, I'd like to just take a, a brief moment and have the three of you uh, share with our listeners the different organizations that you're with so that we can set the conversation uh, about transportation and traffic. Uh, we have a little bit of a an interesting overlap of jurisdictions here in the Treasure Valley between the, high, or the, the county, the state, uh, and local planning organizations. So let's touch on that. Matt, let's start. Please tell us a little bit about... Compass. Uh, Compass, the Community Planning Association of Southwestern Idaho. Um, <clears throat> its geography covers, the planning area covers eight in Canyon counties. Um, we're a membership planning association, so actually uh, ACHD and the Idaho Transportation Department belong to Compass, in addition to the city of Boise, city of Meridian, city of um, Eagle, Garden City, Nampa, Caldwell. Um, and then a variety of highway districts in Canyon County, and then a variety of other special um, governments and local agencies in eight in Canyon counties in addition to the, the counties themselves. Um, so our primary charge is to serve as what's called the Metropolitan Planning Organization. So I think the first highlight to point out is that we always get asked, is there a long-range plan for the area? And there is, and it's called Communities of Motion 2040. And that's what we're, Compass, is charged with developing um, on behest of our member agencies um, and with their input. Thanks. Vince? Yeah, I'm with the Idaho Transportation Department. Um, we are a, a state department. Uh, we have about 1,600 to 1,700 employees spread throughout six transportation districts across the state. And the districts themselves are the ones that do um, the maintenance and the design of all of the highways so they're the ones out there plowing the roads in the winter and they're the ones fixing the roads and and expanding roads and doing uh, operations in the summer um, uh, as far as organization goes we have a lofty vision to be the best transportation department in the country um, and we have a three-pronged mission we call it your safety your mobility and your economic opportunity um, we focus on the projects given limited funding, as I think Matt knows, and, and Craig too as well. We have to pick the projects that uh, focus on safety, so making our roads safer. Um, so what we can do to engineer our roads in the best way to make them as safe as, safe as possible. Um, and then we focus on mobility. So how are we going to keep people moving, getting from point A to point B, and then how does that what we do support our economy so economic opportunity throughout the state and and we try to pick projects that have the best return on investment in all three of those things 
Uh, I'm Craig Quintana. I'm with the uh, Ada County Highway District, better known as uh, ACHD. Uh, I guess the distinguishing thing about the, the district is we're the only one of our kind in Idaho and, and possibly the, uh, the nation. We're, um, we're everybody's uh, road department if you live in Ada County, uh, even within the cities, which is kind of a, a strange uh, situation for a lot of folks, particularly those who, who are newcomers to the area. But it was the result of kind of a voter uprising back in uh, uh, 1971 where they decided to take control of the the roads the local streets from the individual municipalities and form a new special purpose government um, because they were fed up with the condition of the pavement and so basically we owe our existence as an agency to potholes uh, and that explains our heavy emphasis on maintenance to this very day thanks Craig, so you're with the Highway District, and Vince, you said you have different districts. Is there a relationship at all between the County Highway District and the State Highway District? Are they completely different jurisdictions? I mean, well, in, we have six districts. This local area is District 3. We call it the Transportation Department District 3, and yeah, we have a good relationship with ACHD. Uh, they work, I mean, a lot of state highways, Eagle Road, for instance, crosses several ACHD roads, and we work together quite well. Yeah, by necessity, it has to yeah. be that way because if you're the uh, the motorist, you don't care if you're on a state highway or a, a local arterial. Um, you just know that you need to leave your driveway and get where you need to go, whether that's you know across the neighborhood, across the city, uh, across the state. And so, you're going across both of our systems. And, and honestly, the the goal is to make it as seamless as possible. You know, toward that end, um, we actually operate all of the signals on the state highway system in Ada County um, mm -hmm. because just kind of as an efficiency thing, we have a, an agreement with ITD that, that we will handle that, uh, you implementing it, you know, toward their guidelines and, and, and goals, uh, essentially. But it makes more sense to have it centralized for the efficiencies that you get out of that and the coordination. And so we've seen that as an agency uh, working with ITD that we need to have that kind of seamless integration to provide the best uh, experience for the public. Talking about traffic today, where are we at? Looking back 10 years, 20, 30 years ago, is traffic patterns uh, dramatically different, distinctly different? What have we observed? <laughs> well, there's more people. Yeah, I mean, you've got a population. We're now at about 680,000 people in Aiden Canyon counties. Um, traffic, anybody that's driving around has experienced, it's gone. It's gotten more congested over time. Um, it's gotten more frustrating at various times, but the overall pattern as far as the peak hour or when you have um, rush hour occurring at 5 o'clock and in the morning, that hasn't changed that much. What concerns us is what's going to happen in the future as we continue to grow. And we're projecting that um, the population by the year 2040 is going to be about a million 22,000 in Ada and Canyon County. It's just one of the curses that you have with um, a growing population, a thriving economy, you're going to continue to have congestion occurring in your area. And Aiden Canyon Counties is the, the focal point for that within the state of Idaho. Sure, it's where the largest amount of population is. And, you know, I think to our legislature's credit, they're trying to step up. We saw some money specifically this year that it's being pointed towards congestion mitigation. 
we need to have about $262 million a year. We needed that money above our current budget just to bring us to where we can maintain the existing system we have in good condition. Um, in 2015 and this year, there were some increases in funding, and that got us to about a third of the way of that, but we still have a ways to go. And that's just to maintain the existing condition the way it is. That's not to do exp some critical expansion projects that we need to do um, to move traffic even more. So hopefully that congestion mitigation money in some key places, based on the decision that the Idaho Transportation Board makes, will uh, move some of that along. Vince, I want to touch on two things that you just said. So um, first, if we could define congestion mitigation or talk about what it means to mitigate congestion, how do we do that? And then you also mentioned critical projects that we need to be talking about and planning for in the future. Mm -hmm. What are some of those? Well, I mean, I think Mac could probably help me a little bit on this, but I mean, I think everybody thinks of expansion as, as a good way to mitigate congestion. I think there are some routes in this ACHC is doing a lot of work right now in U-Stick, which I think could, will definitely be a, a local corridor, I guess you could call it, where we could mitigate some congestion by spreading the cars out. I mean, that's one thing you can do is spread the cars out. There's obviously public transportation, which fortunately we don't have somebody from Valley Regional Transit with us today because they could talk a, long, a lot about that long-term plan of planning for public transportation in Valley or even somebody from the city of Boise. They're pretty aggressive on public transportation. but. I mean, those are ways you can, you know, expand and use public transportation to mitigate congestion. Great. Yeah, uh, I guess it's it's going to come down to in the future with in 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 the environment of limited funding, and this being tax averse Idaho, we're going to have to make some some policy calls. Uh, if if we want to see congestion remain at the same level or decrease, that requires a ton of money, um, and at some point you just can't really build your way out of congestion you do finally top out just you know see la atlanta houston um but we're far from that point you know so we can still add capacity if the if the will and the funding is there but at the same time you need to be smart about it and kind of you know how do you handle that that congestion and, and try and maintain livability and and one of the things that that we're doing and it was you know all these agencies were involved in a in a plan for state street uh, all the way out to um, Eagle. And we were looking at what are we going to do about State Street, the future of State Street. It's getting so crowded. And this was a decade ago. Um, and one of the options was to have a nine-lane State Street, which no one wanted. Uh, and part of that might have been a, a three-lane elevated uh, uh, highway to increase capacity. And that was about as unpopular as anything has ever been. Um, and so what we ever landed on was let's add two more lanes to State Street in the future. Um, so it'll move from a five to a seven lane road. But those two outside lanes would be revert, uh, would be reserved for express buses and, and HOV, people carpooling. Maybe, you know, with sharing the ride or, or, you know, as in California, maybe you actually have to have three people. Mm -hmm. The problem is technically HOVs aren't authorized in the state of Idaho at this really? time. And so we're going to need to get some state house action ultimately to allow that vision to become a reality, along with giving some significant funding to Valley Regional Transit so that they can provide that high speed bus service to, you know, to get people out of their cars because the best advertisement for sharing the ride is to see somebody go by you at high speed in a carpool mm -hmm. or a bus. 
Now, Craig always takes my phone away from me. But uh, we are actually, we do have HOV. We are allowed to have HOV lanes in Idaho if your county population is below 50,000. Um, but if it's above 50,000, you're prohibited from having HOV lanes. And that was a law that was passed in 2009. Um, senators or representatives from the Sun Valley area wanted to have HOV lanes and somehow it got put in there that it was only allowed if your population was below 50,000. I think it's 50,000. Wow. But, that's not ironic at all, you know, to have the, the <laughs> HOV lanes where possibly, arguably, you need them less. Yeah, I don't think it was targeted in any particular county. No, in no, it doesn't sound like. <laughs> um, but one of our challenges is going to be we have to fix some legislation like the HOV lanes and dealing with um, State Street. And then also uh, public transportation is a critical thing. Um, we're one of two states in the nation that does not have some sort of dedicated funding stream for public transportation and to operate it. So the executive director for Valley Regional Transit goes around hat in hand every year um, asking the various municipalities to contribute some sort of um, funds to run the public transportation system um, through their property taxes. The city of Boise contributes the most. I think it's roughly about $6 million a year. Um, and it drops off dramatically um, from the other entities. But just to give you a frame of reference, um, as far as a per capita contribution, um, Valley Regional Transit for their region, which is Aiden Canyon Counties, they have a per capita contribution of $29 per person. Um, Spokane has a, a per capita rate of $145 per person that they contribute. Uh, the Reno area does $96 per person. Um, and then Tucson, Arizona area contributes $136 um, per person. And then Madison, Wisconsin uh, does $214 per year per person um, to operate their public transportation system. They all have much more viable, vibrant uh, public transportation systems, which you're going to need as you continue to grow from 680,000 people to a million mm -hmm. uh, people by the year 2040. Now's the time to start laying that groundwork. We're not preaching doom and gloom here, you know, that it, it's, it, we need money, but there's no money to be had, and it's Idaho, and it's never going to happen. Um, just the history of ACHD in recent years um, has proven that when you provide a product that people want, they will go into their pockets and, and vote for it. Um, in 2008, the registration fees on local uh, car registrations was going to expire, and we went out to the voters and, and said, we'd like to expand the, the fee, extend it for another 20 years, but also expand the fee because the buying power of 20 years ago isn't quite what it used to be. Um, and if you give us this increase, we're going to give you more safe routes to school, more bike lanes, and, uh, and the other 50% of the new money will go toward congestion reduction. Those are three things people really like, so much so that the, the vote to expand and, and continue the fees only took 50% plus a vote, a simple majority, and we ended up getting two-thirds approval. Um, so if, you, if people will vote for it, if they see it in their best interests, I think is the takeaway there. And our mandate is to kind of show people what are these choices and then allow them to make the decisions because if, if they want it, they will they will pay for it and and I just want to say I mean for our for the Idaho Transportation Department um, 
we now look at public transportation within the purview of the projects. For instance, people of course know what recently happened, the success with the Broadway Bridge and working with everybody. And that was a lot of work. I think everybody will admit that was a lot of work to get to what we got, but it was because we engaged the stakeholders and incorporated, there was no dedicated transportation or public transportation funding for that. It was just within the, the project itself. We said, what's the best thing for the community? And we do that now with all of our projects across the state. We look and say, is there a public transportation need here? You look at the new bridge we're going to build across the Snake River in Marsing. We expanded the, the sidewalks there to eight feet because there is people want to stand on that bridge and fish and walk across it. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of recreation that goes on that water with boat racing and such. So we, we know that that was important for that community. So the bridge is safer. We're getting people across it better now. And the economic benefit to that community. So we, 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 we wrap kind of safety into what we do in terms of when we build our projects. Or not safety, but, but public transportation. Is. 